I told you I, I was just Man, let me tell you. Man. I got home. Sarah was here, sitting here. I said, yo, you said 8.30. Oh, I got out of class early. I said, golly, you could just... I what time si- did you get home, though? Uh, a little after 8 o'clock because I went to the gym. See? So what do we... What? Oh, John C. Oh, yeah, because if Sarah said, hey, I'm here now, I couldn't get across the street. Or yeah, you eight, love that gym. Oh, hold on, wait, 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 wait. And then the other point is, I came in at 8. We could have started 30 minutes earlier. But you came in at 8, so you could have been like, we could start 30 minutes earlier. I told me to find 8.30. 8.30. He was like, all right. Man, I would love to start at 30 minutes early. Come on, man. I tell Sarah, she's full of shit. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I know we got gone. We got gone. Yeah, Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. One of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What up? Manny Fontaine. Yes, sir. Maybe, maybe uh, he be hitting me up talking about something. Man, we'll be going to pod, man. We'll be going to pod. And usually, you know, when he does it, it makes sense. But this okay. week, it should really happen. Podding <laughs> like, is therapeutic. It's I need this. Yeah, he said that that day. So I ain't get no equal ups this week. Yeah, that was it. weak. Good job. That was the weakest shit ever. As an equal, equal opposite fan, I'm like, y'all, look, y'all be a little bit whack sometimes. Hey, speak on it, man. You got the floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> floor is yours. Nah, you know what? I don't want to start off with this type of energy. I just want to get to it. Oh no, you might as well. I mean, what what kind of energy you got for Usher and Kiki Palmer with their little petty shit they did? That, you know what? I, right. I thought the song. Okay, well, no, I, was, I thought the song was way too chipper. It was just too. It was too. It was too like poppy. It was kind of get your groove on. It, it was almost like <laughs> it was like because what did you I, want it to be? All right, uh, like, like we are all I Usher fans. Kind of raunchy. So kinda, where? What type of Usher song did you want? Like trading places, loving this club vibe. That's what Daddy's it's made home. for, maybe. Kind of like a that's what it's made for part two. You wanted it to be smooth and seductive, but then yeah. wouldn't it have been worse if Kiki was in the video? <laughs> I know, because they already. If you're gonna go, go all yeah. the way. Don't make it chipper. Like it was all like, hey, you want my boyfriend? Your uh, boyfriend's mad at me. Hey, hey I think it. Just... Listen, here's a, here's a couple of things I think people are complaining with this video. So Usher got a new song called Boyfriend. And Kiki Palmer's in the video, and they're playing up the viral moment they had a couple of weeks ago, whatever, right? I think it could be this fun song. Oh, here's what I think we could, people conflated. I feel like the song is already done. I don't think Usher went back to the lab and said, ooh, I got one after your boyfriend jumped out the window. But I think the song could have been something fun uh, and lighthearted until you get to the end when she's like, what? I missed the concert, such and such. I am a mother. I was like, "What? That shit was corny." <laughs> I, was like, I mean, this whole this whole rollout is corny. Like Kiki Palmer has made this such a corny situation. Like, and you didn't. Th- it was, all right, when do you think in this society we do a tit for tat? He did the tit. What was her tat at? And where did where should she have stopped? She should have stopped the day the day it happened. It was running on its own by itself. When he, when her, when her, the father of her child, yeah, her boyfriend, Darius, when yeah. he did that, that energy was enough to let you flourish. She started to lean into the shit 
way too much, and it was just like. But what if she was uh, making? It was they were making money for the family though? No, no. But it's it's listen, uh, and that's all good and well. But the publicity of things sometimes can make you extremely corny. Like I'm not saying that. Okay, maybe she will get some money out of this or some clicks make her like she get a couple shows and stuff like that. But. It still don't mean you're not corny. It's corny as shit. Yeah, but it, uh, what does corny do for us now? Nick Cannon's corny. Ray J's corny. They don't. They don't. They don't. They could drown in all the vagina they don't have. What does What does it matter yeah. if they, if it's corny now? I mean, I guess you're, you're, we're going to we're going bigger and um, further into this, right? I'm not. I'm not saying that corny isn't worth clicks. I'm just saying I thought Kiki Palmer was cooler than this. That, yeah, that, this there thing. you hit on it. Yeah, the, like, you're disappointed because oh, now yeah. like oh you corny like the rest of them i thought you were cool crj the boyfriend usher this make you want to go see usher more or less or the same yeah i don't think i don't find anything wrong with the song you like it yeah it's fine to yeah me. i like it I, I i told john go ahead what you tell him yeah. this was probably this is probably with potting sometimes manny fontaine will have a joke and he'll, he'll forget the joke sarah say something clever and then won't bring the bring the cleverness to the pot what did you do this week when I came home from work one day. What? I told you that Usher extended Thank his you. concert. Thank you. I couldn't even get in. I couldn't say, hey, baby. So Usher added more dates. <laughs> wow. Usher, he going to be there to wow. December now. We can, we can see him. I hope I hope he, he puts a spotlight on y'all. <laughs> hope y'all get a good seat. Y'all need to get one of them close seats. I want to see how John reacts. <laughs> Man, he only go up to celebrities, see. though. No, no, no. <laughs> he going to choose a regular person one day. Yeah, it's gonna be us. It's gonna be yes. I'm a celebrity. I'm saying John Robinson for fifteen, fifteen and a half. He said, "Oh, okay." Let's say, watch how this boy. Yo, you know what's wild? Oh wait, did we? We did right, or didn't we? I was gonna say we we pod we've been potted for ten years. We passed the ten year mark whenever, uh, like the end of June, right? And I was like, we haven't reviewed an Usher album, and I was like, no, that's not true. Because I first of all, I thought about the one he did with Zaytoven. But we yeah, did the yeah. we did the other one with the the album cover where his face was like it was bogus. Remember how it was like a statue it was crumbling or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, we did, we that, did that, one, that album. Yeah, the, kiss, okay. the kissing. That, that oh album, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was so, the yeah. kissing one. I think that was a little good kisser. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> What's your favorite Usher album besides Confession? Eighty three oh one. 8701. 8701. Yeah, I was like, he wasn't out of 83. Just nice. <laughs> I, I, I was doing a pick four for lottery. Just, you know, 2613. <laughs> Sarah, what say you? Nope. Just Confessions. So I was in these streets. No, I wasn't because <laughs> this was like two or three years after Melissa was born. And it was also around the time that Usher had gotten married and his first marriage. He's married. He's only been married once. Okay. I'm pretty sure I he might so, marry probably. this girl. Yeah, just once, right? Anyways, like Usher wasn't even the same person. Like he was performing like as if his wife was like watching him, making sure he wasn't too sexy. So like... You know, he was just like, I want to make love in this club. Like, peeking out the corner of his eye. I was like, I'm not feeling this. Like, this energy ain't right. So, you were mad because he wasn't getting naked and, and trying to fuck on the stage? 
Did you go to a concert or something? Um, no, just like when he would perform, like if you would see him. I think my favorite album actually is Versus. I like that one. What was it? Raymond that versus was, Raymond? No, there's a Raymond versus Raymond, then there's a Versus 2. The Versus is an EP. Which is which one's the one where he had Lil Freak and Hot Toddy? Be my little freak. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Raymond, not on that one. Versus, that's I Raymond mean, Raymond versus, versus Raymond gets, has a Daddy's Home, There Goes My Baby, and oh, he does have Lil Freak, sorry. In OMG. Yeah. Little Freak is actually a good song. Yeah, Raymond versus Raymond. Good. I like that one. Yeah, that's because yeah. he was going through divorce. It's like, he back to the street. He back yeah, to the streets. he back to the streets. <laughs> I like street street. Usher. I don't like married, settled down Usher. Usher can have 18 kids. If, as long as he's single, it's going to be a good album. Okay. Sarah said. But Usher did say he, what was the song that Usher said he brought in toxic R&B? Oh, Confessions? He said Confessions, like, kind of oh, was yeah. like, yeah, I, I ushered that in. You know, no pun intended. All right, from one R&B singer to the next, Drake is having a midlife crisis, and I think we got to have an intervention. This thugnificent look with the FUBU is is not working. I hate the baggy clothes are coming back. No, no, no. I don't mind the baggy clothes are, are coming back. I think how fashion is um, cyclical. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know it goes in circles, right? Mm. That is cool for those to partake in who didn't, who missed it the first time. So the fact that baggy jeans are coming back, that is not for me. I was born in 1982. I was around in that era. I rocked baggy jeans. Drake is born in 86. He can't pull the, I missed it. Now I have a godson named Carmelo. If he want to wear baggy clothes, knock yourself out. You were a kid. You didn't see this era. You was born in 2006, 2007, I'm sorry. So you missed this. That's cool. Have a ball. Drake doing it is sad. It's like the the girl who broke out bell bottles in the 90s. Like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't throw these away. You're like, hey, what are you doing? Stop it. Yeah, or yeah. guys who broke the platform. Like my dad talking about the platform shoes. If he would have broke that mess back out in the 90s when they was doing Groove is in the heart. Like he saw that video and he was like, yo, all right, I got some of that for that. I said, fam, you, got, you can't. It's over. You, missed, you had the moment. You can't repeat it. I think that's what Drake is going through right now. He's trying to have that moment again. Or he's trying to be like a trendsetter, but you can't be a trendsetter with a fashion trend that's coming back around. It's not yeah. like he was doing it the first time. Like, you just set that trend. Which one? Well, all right. I got all three of us here. Which fashion trend do you wish came back? Come, will come back. You know what? I'm not, I wouldn't be opposed to the Kanye Polo's era come back. A good polo could get backpack, you right. Backpack. I don't want polo. the backpack. I can't do the backpack. But I'll I rock some polos. A nice little, little rugby type shirt. Manny you want Fontaine. the bun down Jay-Z hair to come back? No, I never liked that hair. I think Manny Fontaine with the, what was the, what was the clothing he, line? He want the oversized white tee to come back. That's Who, what Manny Jermaine Fontaine? Yeah. No, nah, he want the, what are people wearing? Big Dog? Remember those shirts, man? Oh, uh, Big Daddy shirts. Big Daddy, yeah, now. that's what they were. Man, you know what I liked uh, in high school? I liked Echo Red. Th- that yeah, was a moment when it was Echo, uh, Baby Fat, Echo Red, uh, shit, Aniche. Yep. <laughs> I like yeah, those little you know, New York I, ur- New York urban lines. Large, you know, remember LRG? Like yeah. Somebody do. I would like to see somebody do something good with the sweater vest. With the oh yeah, I, I used to rock the sweater vest with the t-shirts underneath it. Man, we thought that, that was, was a good look. It was a good look, man. Bring, yo, Drake, bring that shit back. Shoot, ain't nobody yes. rocking that. If he showed up wearing that, I'm like, all right, he's trying to do something. I had a bring back up. One. I had an orange sweater vest. I was unstoppable. Bring back uh, boss clothing. 
What happened to them? Oh, or guests. I like to see guests. Oh, guests. But guests, I don't think they still got their store in the mall. They're expensive as hell. Yeah, guests is super expensive. I don't know why, though. I don't either. Because I don't ever see it nowhere. Shoot. I heard Jenko jeans are back. I'm trying to go get them a pair. I never like the Man, Jenko jeans are fucking you know, huge. Yo, you know why I didn't have, I didn't like Jenko jeans? I have no I don't care about bell bottoms and all like that. I get it. What bothered me was the opening of the leg was so big that you you had no choice but to step on the back of them and then they yeah. was it was threading, it was trying to tear and it'd be dirty. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh." That dirt never came out. No, I was like, "That's no, nasty. I don't like that. I can't I don't want to step on my I shoes." I wanted me a pair of Jenkos. That's when I was in Catholic school. I was a whole different person. I wanted a, a Pele jacket. Pele Pele? Oh, yeah. I thought I had a, I had a Pele Pele. <laughs> Man, what about Carl Kanai? Uh, I wish that. Well, she'd bring that yeah. shit back. If Drake was showing up as a Carl Kanai. Yeah. Some yeah. cross colors, man. That would have worked. I would have been, been there for it. Adidas sweatsuits. Those would be, be nice. Those came like back hard. All hard. you really have to do, like a lot of stuff I like, and I wish Drake would do this because, I mean, he is a little trendsetter. I'm not taking that away from him. But, uh, just watch old episodes of Fresh Prince. Some of them windbreaker outfits that Will was rocking. I'm like, damn, yeah. I can just bring that shit back. This shit is nice. Yeah. I want to wear that. Man, windbreaker outfits. Man, them things make too much noise. Man, I tried. I used to iron them. Yeah, I tried to do a slight crease and burnt a hole into yeah. it. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> what the heck? Sarah, first, Sarah, you laughing like you saw. You had to wear it with the leg up. I wore with the leg up and sagged them a little so it cuffed over where that hole was at. <laughs> Why would you iron? <laughs> hey, I'm from the era where we put a crease in everything. Yeah, we Nigga, did. If I could have put a crease in my, my car, God. I would have had a t-shirt yeah, yeah. right down the middle. I had a cousin. He was we like. We had to change our shoelaces in our shoe. Being dressed in our era of high school was hard. Yeah. Uh, my cousin, I went down to Mississippi, Michael Jr. He, he taught me this trick with flour. Was it flour Water or bacon? Water and flour, yeah. yeah. Water and flour. Well, yeah, so you, sp- you turn your jeans inside out and you spray spray it along the uh, the creases then put them back in and then you iron it and that crease is so tough to get like yeah. that crease stays in them jeans and then we got in trouble using your mama's flower like let me use my yeah. flower <laughs> yeah you know about that Sarah makes some concoctions and get it in hip hop 50 man we already talked iron my money what you say iron your money she may watch too many mob movies hip hop 50 we talking about the past they had their big celebration August 11th um about a week ago now, me and Sarah saw some of the clips. Did they invite you, Joe? Nah, I should have. Oh, we go. We gonna get it to. Okay. We gonna get it to who they invite. Um, eight hour event held at Yankee Stadium. You can watch all of it on Mass Appeal. And uh, we saw Wayne Clark Kent. He I actually did a really good job. Yeah, Wayne was. I was surprised at how much Wayne was rapping. Uh, I saw Cameron. Saw we seen uh Lauren Hill came out with Nas. You saw who? Run DLC. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to see that yet. So you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. One. Yeah, they're the last one. Irv Gotti came. I mean, Irv Gotti. Yo Gotti came out with him. <laughs> I was like, Irv Gotti. We're going to get it to Irv Gotti. Because he had to make his return appearance to Drink Champs. Um, Luke was he one did? of the. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh-huh. Luke was one of those who were vocal about there not being Florida reputation, representation on that stage. I saw Shauna formerly of DTP, said there wasn't enough Chicago representation because the only person on there was Common. And this is why I wish I was in the rooms because I would have said, hey, from July 11th, the weekend after July 4th or whatever. Yeah, the weekend right after July 4th. I think July 4th was like on a Tuesday or whatever. 
until August 11th, each city that played a role in hip hop or who has a, a hip hop presence should have had an event. So Miami yeah. should have their own event with Rick Ross, uh, Trick Daddy, Lil Trina. Atlanta should have had one. Houston should have had one. Chicago, Detroit. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Cleveland, because you only got Bone and Ray Cash. I'm sorry, Memphis Pittsburgh. Have had one. You said who? Memphis. Yes, I think Memphis should have one. California could do two, one in L.A. and one in the Bay. But that yeah. way you're putting your own stars on and saying what you contribute to hip-hop instead of worrying about New York, who started all the way back with the Sugar Hill Gang. Cool Herc was on stage with his his uh, yeah. sister. That he threw. That's too much. You can't do Aurora all that. Aurora should have one. Aurora, yeah. You should have uh, yeah. uh, one mission on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have closed the show. The sin yeah. would have been on there. Doing all, all right. the hits y'all don't know. I just think, I mean, obviously, even in that scenario, you're gonna have somebody complain because I mean, would you go? Well, even with Memphis, we're gonna have three six and Yo Gotti on the same stage. I mean, even at different times, but I think it would have been better if the cities would have got involved with it. But you know, that's just me, yeah. Uh, while we're on hip hop, I want to go check out that mixtape pair, uh, on Paramount Plus, that documentary. I'm excited that there's a Rap City documentary coming. In oh yeah, October. that looks good. That does look good. Yeah. Um, I feel like for as long <clears throat> as it was on, they could get more than like was it two or three parts? It's three parts. Yeah, I think they could do more than that. You would think, especially because all y'all hosts are still alive. I think Joe Claire, Big Tigger, Big Lex. I can't yeah. remember. If there's another one. <clears throat> so I, I apologize. Oh, the, all right. I'm I'm doing our era because obviously there was more after Big Tigger. I wasn't watching Rap City. After the big Tigger era, but I hope they show clips because I want to. I want people to see why that show was important the same way Yo MTV rap was, was important because the artists could show up there and know they were just gonna talk about music and not who you fucking. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that is that was such a like all right cool. <clears throat> uh, what else? Oh, rest in peace to Clarence Avon. No. Avon Clarence. Oh. I'm shoot. I wrote his name down. I'm mad because I was like, I think it's uh no, it is Clarence Avon. I'm an idiot because I was thinking about this today because my grandfather's name is Avon. Avon, and I was like, well, that's his first name, not his last name. So I apologize. Uh, the Black Godfather. If you haven't check out his documentary on Netflix, starting record labels, putting people in position. I think Bill Clinton is even in that documentary. There's so many people was like, yo, he was influential in our career, and we did bring him up. A couple of years ago, because remember his wife died in a home invasion. After that like, was uh, just like, like last year. Yeah, that was like, like fam. We, my wife is eighty something and late eighties, and I'm in my early nineties, and we live in our life in you know uh, L.A. in the hills or whatever it was. It was a nice neighborhood, and this is how my wife dies. Like we don't, you know, that we don't pass together. Nah, some bullshit. Yeah. Somebody tries to rob him. So that was the same person. Um, rest in peace to him. Also, rest in peace to Magoo from Timbaland and Magoo. Yes. Yeah, you know why like, I used to always call him Maganu? Because he, he used to call himself Maganu. Oh, okay. I was like, I used to get, I was like, Man, get out. they were like rolling through like everything he did. And, you know, they did like up oh, just the boogie and all that other stuff. But I didn't, I forgot how dope Missy Elliott and his verse on Beat Me 911 was. That song yeah. was so cold. And they like played that, and I was like, "Man, I need to go back and listen to Missy Elliott's first album. It was amazing." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I feel like he was like one of my 
one of my favorite hitting rappers. Like I like the way he used to flow was just it's just like beautiful, man. Yeah, it was different. He had his own mm-hmm. style. Yeah. Yep. Y'all, y'all didn't think he sounded like Q Tip a little bit? Maybe vocally, but not the not the not flow. the, sti- not the style, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah, he did sound like yeah, he did sound like Q Tip. Yeah, Magoo, uh, Timberland, Magoo, I dropped the boogie, but you brought up love to love ya, love ya, love ya, love ya. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I think that is all the RIPs I have. Nobody else passed away, did we? Since we recorded about six or seven days ago. You got anything? No. Okay. Um, any any more thoughts on Tori's letters? We saw that Mario wrote one after I talked about Iggy. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Megan made a statement at a stage talking about the haters didn't get to her. You could read her full statement. I didn't do that because I'm like, hey. That's cool. Uh, we got some new music to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I listened to Porches by Reason. I think it's cool. It's not a bad album. I feels, didn't, oh, I didn't look that whole album. No, I didn't listen yeah, so it feels a little good kid, Mad City, and I made myself laugh. I was like, bad kid, sad city? Or angry, whatever. All right, okay. didn't, it didn't hit for y'all. All right, it's cool. Um, he's still on the forepath. He said nobody from TDE showed up at his album listening party. Because at first... We didn't bring it up when I played him last week about the album, and I was and I forget I forgot to mention like oh this all could be a work you know they got some publicity for the album dropping blah blah, but I guess nobody showed up to the what you call that's it? crazy yep nobody showed to What's the album listening party yeah album release party oh, yeah. documentary wait which show. artist was this reason remember we played the clip of the dude talking about so you can't name reason, ten reason songs last week oh yeah okay okay I'm just trying to remember because. Remember, I was watching Revolt. I think it was Saturday night, and they were showing like the best of TDE on yeah, there. Yeah, and I don't remember if his video came across or not. TDE is the opposite of No Limit. The way they have piecemealed these releases, <laughs> and what label you, the label you guys had, yeah. and the talent you had on there, and you're just like, oh, oh TDE, uh, make a wish. TDE dropped the album. <laughs> uh, yeah. I listened. To, I'm halfway through Quavo's new album, Rocket Power. Yeah, I'm halfway through it too. Yeah, he talks about takeoff a lot, obviously. Got some takeoff quotes in there and some of his, his lines. Uh, sounds solid. It's, it's not bad or anything so far. Um, I listened to that ESTG. That was pretty good. Jermaine's the biggest ESTG fan on the pod. <laughs> not yeah, even bro. Hold you. He beats never. That's the reason why I mean, on before this was kind of trash. He kind of fell off a little bit, but this one he didn't know that. You know what? I thought about this. Me and Sarah watched this clip. We still on music. Don't worry, new music. And we watched this YouTube video about artists who fell off after like one album, right? Mm-hmm. It was Rob. They put Robin Thicke's Paula, which we reviewed that album. This the follow up, Live Fast or whatever. Uh, Roddy Rich had what was the other one? It's like three or four of them, but it was Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper, the Big Day, yeah, and. I, I thought about it because you brought up how ESCG have, you know, taken a step back. And we talked about Lil Baby. I don't think, and here's the thing, they're not going to play this clip because we ain't that big. I don't think this era, you are going to be able to survive. This We are in the TikTokification yeah. of hip-hop right now. No, and there is no money, like, not to say, because it was a ringtone era, right? Obviously, there was. But those rappers are making money off ringtone. I don't know how you get to make money off of TikTok, right? So that one song is blowing up. 
was a you my little boo thing. He got signed to Arista. I think his name is Paul Russell, right? And this, listen, get all the money. I'm not knocking it. Uh, he finally got it clear because he had to use the emotion song. We meant to, oh, we get to get into that too. Um, but then I thought to myself, I said, these labels ain't shit because they they probably paid the money to clear it, and then they're probably going to reap the benefits. And if this dude doesn't take off, they're going to just do a tax write off. Yeah. It's just like that's just that's just going to be the cycle because the song is already blown up. It can't get bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. like, yeah, we're going to pay to clear this sample from the emotions. And whatever spins you're gonna get on the radio, we're getting that money, cause you didn't do shit. <laughs> like you didn't do nothing about that. Yeah. Blah blah. But um, that lead me into uh, I listened to DJ Khaled's new song, and it samples uh, I wanna love you, PYT, pretty young. It barely samples it. It basically does like a bounce beat on it. It's oh, called, they were doing that like as a iHeartRadio thing, and I honestly just switched the station. Yeah. Our wow. exclusive. DJ Nothing Khaled. that Khaled has done in the past two to three years has been great. It, I know, and usually he he runs the summer and the summer down there. Over. I mean, summer's over calendar wise. The sun ain't done with us. <laughs> the sun ain't. The, the sun is going. The sun is like LeBron. I Remember how like LeBron I, was like, maybe I should retire. It's, like, it's funny that you said because I literally feel like I sweat all day today. Like I didn't get a break from Man. sweating. Yeah, the gym teacher tried to tell me like, uh, it's hot in here. Can you cut the air on? you know make sure you cool it down so i went to go look to the thermostat the air was already on and like so and i I, it was it was set to be at 70 but it was still 74 in the gym i was like man look i could put 69 here but it ain't dropping this is just gonna be hot (laughs) and there's this good episode on vox called i think it's today explained where they talk about um the reason why you hear the same songs over and over being sampled is because this is it plays into uh, these lab- these publishers buying up all these people's catalogs, and then that's why they keep reusing the same song out there over and over again. They brought up Pharrell because in the two thousands there wasn't that much sampling, and Pharrell was like killing it. That was when he was off on his own or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it may- it made me when I was listening to DJ Khaled, it made me think about that because you didn't need to sample this Michael Jackson song to put a bounce beat over it. It's dumb. Uh, also, the fact that you got Future, Lil Uzi Vert. Who was the other person on that damn song? Lil Baby. Uh, oh, yeah, Lil Baby, I think it is. And the song's called uh, Love You the Way You're Supposed to Be Loved. And I'm like, this got to be a joke because these dudes have all been accused of being womanizers and misogynistic and cheaters and all this. And then it made me think about the Barbie song that uh, Nicki Minaj and I Spice have. That's called the Barbie movie where I think it's Riot, who is I Spice's producer. Sample aquas. I'm a Barbie girl in a bar, but they, but it doesn't use it. It's it's the same way. It's basically like I can just you know put a high filter on it so you can hear just the vocals of it. But I'm using not using the melody or nothing of it. Like it's yeah. a, it's a, just a drill beat. And the fact that Nicki Minaj was, was said came out and said, "Yo, people have been wanting me to to rap over this aqua uh, beat forever, but I never found a flip that I like, and this is the one." I'm like, this ain't even the flip. This is just a drill beat, and they play. Uh, put that shit underneath, turn it down. Let's move on. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, y'all see here that she jumped in an NPC wave? No, I didn't. Yeah, she's on TikTok trying to pretend like she's an NPC. Anyway, what did y'all think about the DJ Khaled song? Well, Sarah, you already said you you turned it off. Manny Fontaine, you heard it? I haven't even heard it. All you right. don't need to. Good, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, I heard that little Uzi Vert one by uh, J. Cole. And, and Mike Will made Mike it. Mike Will made it, yeah. Yeah. 
I know. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And Lil, Lil Uzi Vert still was, it's, he took a while till he got to rapping. Because he's on some. And I said, fam. <laughs> That's like it. Yeah, he yeah, does that in the beginning of the song. Yeah. And I was no, like, You're a hater. You're a hater, though. What? What happened? Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you gotta just let somebody. You know how you felt when you were in the booth and you had to do. Fam, you know, if I got into the booth and I said, pa, 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 I said, yo, edit all that out. I'm just getting in my zone. You don't need to keep that in there. That's all crazy. But I'm not losing. Yeah, you said keep that in there. Yeah, you're right. Same I'm time. not losing. Vert. That beat is amazing. And it's nice to hear Mike Will made it. It's been a while. Y'all see the, yeah. you see the clip of them in it when they figure it out? No, no. I, uh, it's nah, dope. Just, it's dope. Like, Joe, Joe Cole is sitting on the side and then he's like, oh, no. He stands up and is like, hit this twice, twice. And it's amazing. That's why I went to go look for the beat. And I was like, you know what? Even if you even if you spin gibberish, gibberish, I'm gonna still add this to the list, of like of gym workout yeah. songs because this is really really good. Uh, the no name song, I forgot the name of it, where she calls out Jay Z and now I'm so tired of this clickbait era. She called out Jay Z for working with the NFL and Rihanna for working with the NFL, and I forgot what she mentioned Beyonce for. But if you listen to the end of the song, she calls herself out for like being uh materialistic or you know going to falling for the capitalist scheme or whatever so but nobody talked about that part the headline was no name calls out jay-z and you're just like i was like all right let me listen to it and i was like oh it's kind of how she did j cole when they had their little you know back and forth then she was like but what am i saying about me i did these things and i did these things am i a hypocrite too i was like oh okay i like i kind of like how she she turned the turned the tables on herself Nobody talked about it. I'll, I'll listen to that no name out when it drops. Don't worry. Anything else? I knew this was going to be a shorter episode. You want to talk about Irv Gotti? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some Irv Gotti, man. Which, Irv- which I only seen clips of this, so maybe I ain't getting the full story. But there, There's two clips I've seen. So did you, wanna, did you see the clip, Sarah J, where he talks about why he will not give the Masters back? I did not see that clip. You know, when people talk about the masses, just to touch on this for one second. Yes. And they're like, oh, you should give your artists, you know, their masters. No, because that's how I make my money. I only he's seen the fat the Joe master clip. back to who? To his artists like Ashanti and Ja Rule. Okay. Because he said this is the only way he makes money. And first of all, and... Here's, here's my problem with it. You you hear the clip and you get Noriega when he's like, he says, uh, oh, no, it's 99 one. It's in the second one. But this one, there was no question. Like, DJ EFN and uh, Nori aren't like hard hitting journalists. And I I don't like the phrase that Irv Gotti said, they want me to give. I'm like, no, who the fuck is, what are, I want to expect Puff to give Mace the what's name. It is, give them the opportunity to buy it back, but it ain't just like, I've I've made enough money. Here, you can have it. So he goes on this tangent, and they ask him, because he says, yo, Ja Rule and Ashanti made over a million dollars, you know, last year. And at first, it just hit me now, because they they asked, you talking about performing? In my head, up until this moment, I thought, how the hell you know about how much Ashanti made? But I forgot Ja Rule and Ashanti went on tour together, and Ja Rule and him are still cool. So he said, I don't see a cent of that. And I was like, but why would you see a cent of performing money? Anyway, so he's, he's, he's hell-bent on that. The other clip I saw was the Nas clip 
Did you see that one? No. No. So this guy said that he had this idea for Nas, you know, to have these trucks wrapped with Nas's face, Ashanti face, and Ja Rule's face. And then each truck would have like uh, a Rolls Royce, a Ferrari, a Bentley. I don't know what the other one was. Blah, blah. Wait, for one song? No, no, no. They're, they're going on tour. Oh. And he said, yo, before, we got a show coming up in Baltimore. And uh, we should go to the hood with the trucks and the, and the Rolls Royce and eat fried chicken. They never seen nothing like that. And Nas was like, nah, what if we get murdered? He said, oh, don't worry about that. We're going to have super security, blah, 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 blah. So the clip I saw, I didn't finish it all the way out, was he called Nas scary for that. I think it's idiotic for that idea to be like, hey, look how big. And I, in Ur's mind, he was trying to do, let's see. They, they've never seen nothing like that. Let's see what they could achieve. But no, nah, don't don't bring it. Don't go to the hood looking like a snack. So Chuck D jumped in and said, no, Nas is smart because that is idiotic to do this. And it's fake. Is that it doesn't look like you're trying yeah. to to say, look what you can and achieve. It looks like what we got. escalate bad. Yeah, quickly. There's that, and I think Master, not Master P, Chuck D was like, especially Baltimore. I'm like, there's no hood. The hardest part of whatever metropolitan city you want to pick, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, if if you be like, oh, well, you want to do that in the hundreds or old block of Chicago? No. You want to do that on the north side of Chicago? Knock yourself out. You don't, you want to do that in South Central LA? No. You want to do it in Hollywood? Knock yourself out. Every hard place, don't do that shit. It's idiotic. I don't know what Irv got to do is thinking, but Sarah. Go ahead. Tell us the clip about the Fat Joe situation. So basically, Irv Gotti jumped on Drink Chaps, which I feel like Irv Gotti said enough in the past year. How did they give this dude another three to four hours? I have no idea. So anyways, jumps on Drink Champs, and he says that um, he basically ain't fucking with Fat Joe no more because Fat Joe um, went back and... Basically, last year, Fat Joe said that Irv Gotti wasn't right for what he put out about Ashanti. Yeah. It's been, you know, 20 plus years. Why are we talking about this? And, you know, Fat Joe didn't want to sit there and he still, Fat Joe originally said, like, that's still my brother, but I think he's wrong for putting this out there because he's still cool with Ashanti. And Irv Gotti is just not feeling that at all, (laughs) you know, and I'm just like, why are you... Why, why are you, you why are you angry about this because in the same in the same context he had said that Ja Rule basically said the same thing but he was still cool with Ja Rule so I don't know what made him angry with Fat Joe in regards to what Fat Joe said Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know why somebody can't tell Irv Gotti like this isn't necessary. I'm telling you this as a friend. I don't mm-hmm. agree with how you're treating someone who is also my friend. I don't I don't know why Irv Gotti's mad. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's only a clip. Maybe I need to see the whole thing. But Irv Gotti a petty motherfucker, man. And he's always yes. been petty. Ever since that show, I know he was petty. That's, that oh, that show TV on VH one? That was good to me though. That show was actually pretty It's fire. on Tubi. All the episodes are available. Yeah, it's on watch Tubi. It. Tubi free. You get all the straight to straight to you could get all the straight to DVD black movies your heart desires watching Tubi. Mm -hmm. It ain't straight to DVD no more. It's straight to Tubi. 
It's the Tubi classic. Yeah, yeah. get down on Tubi. No, no, something happened. It it signed out. Not, we haven't signed back in. That's been like <laughs> three or four months it's, now. That's the epitome they, of but lazy. You know what they did have on there? The last <laughs> thing I watched on there was the Chris Rock show. They had repeats of the Chris Rock show on there. There you go. From HBO. Oh, sure. The only problem is that you didn't get the musical guests because they don't got the rights to that. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Um, so anyways, if you see the clip, Miss Drink Champs, you'll find this clip somewhere. It's so sad that Irv Gotti showed back up. Because <laughs> it's almost like not being self-aware. Like, oh, that last time I was here, that didn't go so well for me. Let me is he let me... promoting something? Himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I wrote in my little list. I don't have anything. Else. I brought up Fox. Uh, I wrote Doja Cat for new music, but I don't know that we don't care about that Paint the Town Red song. I was like, I don't know why I wrote that shit. Doja Cat, man, she having a full psych breakdown. I'm in, dude. I want to watch. Want to watch? I want to read her Harper Bazaar. Is that who it was? Interview? Because usually when they sit down with these type of publications, they give. The more intimate or whatever, the more. Oh, sp- that's what we didn't bring up. Fuck, I'm so upset. So, and I'm upset with myself not for not bringing this up because I could bring this up right now. But Drake and old girl had a falling out. Y'all saw that shit. That Bobby girl. Yeah. yeah. And this was yeah. the whole. Is this the the white girl that yes. like interviewed him? Yes. Why are we yeah. talking about this? I don't even know. No, who this no. Girl the is. reason why we have to talk about it because this was one of the. Not nails in the coffin, but one of the points that Elliot was one of the beats Elliot had with Drake for not going to back black publications. He went to this girl who barely interviewed anybody, and I think she said somebody who knew Drake, you know, shot him a line, and that's how they got the interview. What we don't know what happened, and I meant to watch the interview because I found that somebody put the whole thing on Twitter because it's been taken down now. So and I think oh. Drake response to Elliot was like it's all about the young generation now blah blah but I was like alright so not only did you not go to a black outlet or an urban outlet whatever you want to call it you went somewhere where now the interview is no longer available through like the YouTubes or whatever or a podcast just I think they said the last time I checked on the story clips were still up there but I'm like this, what is this what, is, what world do we live in now where could you imagine uh, listen I'm going to be upfront and honest with y'all and I'm not talking to you in Jermaine, I think you already know this. Talk to the audience. We could have an interview with Drake. Drake could say, fuck your mother. That shit gonna sit up there because we go get this money off this album, <laughs> off this little interview. Yeah. We ain't taking that shit down. That's how she privileged. It's yeah. you because ain't nothing to you take down a Drake interview. I'm like, no, nah, we're gonna keep that up. And we'll, I'll put a little thing in the front or behind it to be like, hey, we don't fuck with him right now. She's more powerful. <laughs> that white privilege. Yeah, Yo, real talk. Why, why I, I seen you? this girl. I don't know where she came from, how she's getting these interviews. Because she did, um, <clears throat> what's the black dude that be doing interviews? It was yeah, kind of funny. That was I, funny as shit. Um, when she said, do you like me? He was like, no. He's like, I like her. But anyways. <clears throat> I personally don't think that this, I don't know where she came from. Like, honestly, watching this chick interview these black dudes reminds me of, of Lena Dunham. And when she got mad because Odell Beckham wouldn't hit on her or something. Bobby Althoff has finally broken a silence on her room with few. She denied hooking up with the rapper after being messaged about rumors of a fling. Althoff and Drake recently unfollowed each other on Instagram. Yeah. She don't look like. I, mean, I don't know why this is where. I don't know why anyone is reporting on this. 
Once again, I don't. Say she's married, right? She's married, right? Uh, all right, so let's see. Earlier this week, the podcaster shared a screenshot of a private message exchange with Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy in which he asked uh, Bobby, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, we'll just say it for, whether she had hooked up with a Take Care rapper. Uh, she appeared uh, she, uh, and discussed her podcast with Drake. She says, quote, my girlfriend says, or he said that, you hooked up with Drake and got divorced. I am saying that is not true. Red, oh, that's what she responded. I am not commenting publicly, but off the record, you're right, that is not true. Did she, we shouldn't see this. If she said off the record, <laughs> like we should have yeah, seen but this. that's he put it. That's what. So Dave put it up, and he was like, "It was bad on my public, my my publisher yes. or whatever." Like because they try to clip it to get clickbait, and it wasn't supposed to go out. He's like, "Yo, we haven't got, we haven't got into this, but I am not a fan of sharing text messages. I think this. I think Screen this shots, is nasty. That's a nasty behavior, and people because we have rules in place where." In uh, certain states, I mean, the rules vary by states. You can't record a phone call without the person knowing that you recorded the phone call because there's privacy issues, right? I think they should extend the text messages. And I'm not shooting bail for anybody who's been exposed in the text message. Jonah Hill's an asshole. He, he's a bad person, a bad partner. But that should not be our business. That should be him and his girl, his ex-girl business and her therapist. That should not be our business. And I think it's not right yeah. that we share text messages like it's nothing. Everybody's just like, look, because you don't understand how vulnerable people are in text messages. Because you don't know. Like if me and you having a conversation, I don't think I'm just talking to you. If you turn around and tell everybody else, show everybody else, I have no idea. Like that's not that's not right to do. But so people do should be allowed the chance to switch up. Like, yo, no. I think the problem with text messages. I think the problem with text messages too is that you can't see anyone's emotion and they could be misinterpreted yep yeah misinterpret the words that's why uh, man texting somebody like if somebody texts me like a whole freaking paragraph i know and they're like you know explaining something i know they're passionate about it you know what i'm saying yeah but like if someone just says hey i don't really care about that you know you could be like oh this motherfucker don't care about me he's like no i don't care about having chicken for dinner tonight like you know like anything you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just it's too this, it can be but, lost in translation. But back, but back to this story. The the whole point of this is who is this girl? Where did she come from? And who gives a fuck? Like the oh, listen. The like story, she literally came out of nowhere. The story isn't about her, it's about Drake to me. Like Drake, why'd you even sit down? But like I guess it's about her because like Drake, why did you sit down with this woman who nobody knows, but you won't go sit down? And, and, and what's his whole point with oh, I gotta do interviews outside of urban outlets because it's about the young generation why don't you try to help these urban outlets and reel them in by doing the interviews bring the young people to them well i also think when we talked about this when we the story brought up i think too many of the urban outlets got messy everybody wants to be wendy williams and charlamagne this is true and i was like fam i I honestly believe if drake j cole hell big sean asap rocky kendrick lamar if you invited them to a station said i only want to talk about your life as it pertains to music. Your how do you how do you create music? What do you get your inspiration from? What were you going through when you wrote this song? Instead of, do you like this person? Do you did you fuck that girl? Did you like who? I don't I don't care about any of that. But obviously the public does because they love those type of interviews. I don't care about the salacious stuff because it has nothing to do with how we receive the art. 
Or how, yeah. I, get, how I mean, you just seen that last week. What happened last week? I love hip hop. We mean. What? Remember, Suki wanted to go promote her music oh, and yeah. her new image, Yo, so and everyone kept asking her about. It was nasty though. So, Manny Fonte, you don't watch Love and Hip Hop Miami. Sukiana, Suki with the good coochie, y'all know her from the NLE Chopper video, who named his child Chosen One. I know y'all saw that. He spelled Chosen with a Z. How do you spell one? W-O-N-E or W-U-N? Something like that. Anyway, she went to Breakfast Club. Now, I didn't watch the whole Breakfast Club interview. The only clip they put from Breakfast Club is when she said, DJ Clue told me he had a hit, and Charlamagne says, that nigga tell everybody that shit. <laughs> so, I don't know if you got a hit or not. Drewski from Hot 9-7 asked if she was fucking the guy she had a feature with. I think his name is Afro B or whatever. And does he does she pee on him? She went to lip service and they asked her straight up, do you like condoms? Like, are you offended if a guy goes for a condom? I think that's a dumbass question. I really think it's a bad question. Uh, but it's lip service. And they ask, I feel like you could phrase it better. Like, hey, do you keep condoms or do you look for the guy to keep have condoms? That's how you get to a kind of conversation. Cause well, cause sexy red did one too. She's sitting there with little Yachty and she said she's the raw dog queen. And when she got pressed on it, she had to back that shit up. Like, well, no, I do use condoms. I'm like, you sound goofy as fuck saying you're the raw dog queen. That, that is, that's not a brag that you think it is. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're right. That was a perfect. And then there was a white lady. I forgot. What she oh iHeartRadio period, she had they gave her a clip where she asked a good question, and then there was somebody from Sirius XM who was just like, "It's a breath of fresh air," and I'm like, "There's there's no way." I mean, a, if you're specific to Suki, because it was an Afrobeat song, but we've been in this Afrobeat era for a while, so it can't be a breath of fresh air. But you're right, all these publications, these stations, they don't ask good questions. They add, they want to be gossipy. Everybody want to be the shade room, and it hurts. And I I don't blame these artists. Bryson Tiller just put out EP. I don't blame Bryson Tiller for never doing an interview. I don't think The Weeknd's ever done a sat down interview with any of these uh, radio <clears throat> stations. No, he's only done Beats 1 and this was like way before he started, like maybe around Starboy or right before Starboy. I mean, he's boring as fuck, so yeah, you know, The Weeknd not doing an interview, you ain't missing nothing. You're right. You're right. Alright, that's it. We're good. Yeah, I'm I'm good. It's time for me to go to bed. All right, episode. That's the episode. You can tweet me at one and only tweet Sarah at Kicks and Coffee, Maine at Manny Fontaine at Studio Flow Pod. We're gonna say tweet till that shit till the wheels fall off. I was saying, you gotta say extra. That boy, have someone. I meant to say have someone X me. Yeah, that's that, stupid. Could you imagine Burger King buying McDonald's and changing the name? <laughs> <laughs> yo even blockbuster before they fell off had bought hollywood video and was keeping hollywood video hollywood videos so people were like oh, yeah. i don't mess with blockbuster i go to hollywood video i'm like man they're the same company this Uh-oh. dude was like nah f all that we ain't calling the twitter no more and then he was like we're gonna get rid of the block button I'm like yeah okay the block button that's just like so sick. he yo i want to know who the person was who asked him the question somebody was like does it make sense to have the block button and the mute button? And I was like, fam, the mute button is for me not to see you. The block button is for you not to see me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you doing? Uh, at Studio Flow Pod, man. Until next time. Peace. Peace.